Welcome, everybody, to the AFW College Podcast, where we provide you with encouraging content that will help you flourish in your relationship with Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan Ramirez, and I am joined by the wise college pastor from here at Antioch, Fort Worth, Ben Moss. Ben, how are you doing this morning, man? Doing great, Jordan. Excited to be with you. Excited to continue this series on spiritual disciplines. Yes, that's exactly what we will be doing today, and we're so excited. We have been talking about different spiritual disciplines, which are those spiritual exercises that grow our relationship with God. They they grow our love for Him, our trust in Him, uh, and all around train us to walk in righteousness. And so far, we've covered two incredible spiritual disciplines so far, and those were rest, or Sabbath thing, uh, and Bible study. And today, we're going to be discussing a discipline that is just as foundational to our lives as disciples of Jesus, and that discipline is worship. Today, we're going to be talking about why we worship, uh, why it's so important, what, what's even happening when we're worshiping, uh, how worship blesses our own souls as much as it blesses the one who we're worshiping, uh, and how we worship, how, how do we even do that. So, uh, But before we dive into all that, it's important, of course, that we define what it is we mean when we're talking about worship. So Ben, why don't you start us off with just that simple definition? What What is worship? What are we talking about? Yeah, well, I think in order to start off this conversation, it's important for us to really recognize that there's there's a myth out there that worship is something you do and not someone that you are. Right. And I think that mm-hmm. that's really in college, that was a, a tension point for me as I would go to these different worship services and church events and think, okay, now is the 30 minutes where we are going to enter into <laughs> right, right. the time of worship. And this mm-hmm. is like this set aside little space. But really, as I began to dive into the scripture when I was in college, I began to discover, you know, worship is not something I do. Worship is someone that I am. It's mm. a part of my nature, I'm called to live a lifestyle of worship. And two of my favorite verses that talk about that, one is Isaiah 43, 21. Uh, This is God speaking, the people whom I'm formed for myself, that they might declare my praise. Mm -hmm. In other words, I form them so that they might declare my praise, so that they might be a people of worship. Mm -hmm. Another one in the Psalms are filled with uh, verses on worship, (laughs) but Psalm 156 says, let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Last time I checked, we got breath. (laughs) We're breathing, Uh man. Uh, And then it says it again, praise the Lord. So Mm -hmm. it's natural for us to worship, Jordan. So the question is not, are you a a worshiper? The question is, what or whom do we worship? Because the truth is, we all worship different things, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I know this is going to sound a little silly, but for me, when I was in elementary school and middle school, I would worship the next trend, you know, whatever it was. There yeah. were skinny jeans, there was short shorts. Uh, at one point, there was a Heelys phase. Oh, man, You yeah. may not know what Heelys are. Oh, of course I know oh, okay, what Heelys okay, are. Okay, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I got myself a, a, a pair of Heelys. And, you know, there I was going down the middle school always. And, you know, your, your status... Uh, it went up, you yeah. know, when you had those Heelys. At it's least true. you think it did, right? <laughs> uh, but, you know, there's all things that we worship in our lives today that we put before the one we're designed to worship, right? Yeah. So uh, we all worship something. The question is, what or whom do we worship? Uh, now, you know, as I was thinking about worship and thinking about the discipline of, of worship, you know, I like definitions and simple definitions. <laughs> and so I thought of this that worship is love expressed. Mm. If, if I could put it in a, a simple phrase, worship is love expressed. Uh, so if it's love and it's not expressed and it's not worship, and similarly, if you express something but it's not from a place of love, mm-hmm. it's also not worship. Yeah. Worship is when we express our love 
to God. Mm. Uh, I heard a story one time of a uh, grandfather and granddaughter, and uh, the grandfather went up to the granddaughter and said, you know, honey, I love you. And she answered back. She said, okay. And so the grandpa wasn't satisfied. So he said, you know, I need to find a way to express my love to my granddaughter. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to get some candy. So he walked up to her and handed her a piece of candy and said, I love you. And the granddaughter looked back and gave him a big hug and said, I love you too, grandpa. I love you too, right? Uh, so he was using candy to express his love. Yes, love Worship language is, is candy. Love express. Yes, yes, man, and that's so helpful. That making it that simple um, help us understand what all we're doing when we're worshiping is expressing our love. That's that's simple. That's easy to remember. That's an easy uh, thing to say. Okay, when I, you know, as a, as you're going into worship, this is all I'm doing. I'm just expressing my love to God, um, and so so that's so that's so. Uh, helpful, but Ben, would you make that even more helpful? Would you break that down for us a little bit? When you're talking about uh, worship being just simply expressing love, uh, what does that mean? What does that mean that worship is love, and what does that mean that it's expressed? Well, great. So, you know, I think that what's amazing about this idea that worship is love is that God actually commands us to love Him. Mm. There's a lot of things that He invites us to do in Scripture, but one of those things is to love Him. Mm. Uh, and you know, you might think, how can God command me to love Him? And mm-hmm. the answer is because love is a choice, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it says in Matthew 22, verses 37 and 38, <laughs> uh, Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Hmm. It says you shall, so you've got the option, right? You've, right. you've yeah, got yeah. the choice to love him back or not. Mm-hmm. You know, so the disciples are talking to each other and you know, they're, they're asking Jesus, what, what's the number one thing that you would have for us? And he says, just love me. Mm. Love me with everything that you have. Wow. And, you know, for me, that beckons the question, how? Mm-hmm. How do we love God? How do we express our love? How do we express our worship by by loving Him? Hmm. Well, you know the amazing thing that happens to each one of us, Jordan, when we give our lives to Jesus and we start to follow Him. God gives us the ability to love Him back. Yeah, He gives us a new heart. He He's actually the one that initiates that ability to love Him back. Yeah, I love what Deuteronomy thirty six says when it says, "And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of." your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Mm. Life is attached to loving God. Yeah. And 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 God is the one who initiates with us Mm. and and gives us the ability, I would say a supernatural ability to choose to love him back. You know, but if you're anything like me, Jordan, I don't always do that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't always love God back like I want to, right? Yeah. And I think sometimes the reason that is is because in our lives, love can leak, right? Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> if you think about your your wedding day, which mm-hmm. you might be able to relate to that. Not too long ago. Not too long mm-hmm. ago. Uh, you know, on your wedding day, you are filled with love for your spouse. Yeah. And you think to yourself, how could my love tank ever stop. There's no way I'm going to have this level of love for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to have this level of love every day. But then you move in together uh, Mm -hmm. and you realize there's some little things about the other person (laughs) that might start to get on your nerves a little bit. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, your love 
can start to leak yeah. a little bit, right? It can be the same way in our walk with God. Yeah. There are circumstances, there's things that happens in our world on a daily basis even. I mean, there's times where at 9 a.m., I feel like my love tank for God is full. Yeah. And then at 2 p.m., I'm like, do I follow Jesus? You know, I mean, <laughs> not to that extent, but, you know, because there's things yeah. in us that leak. Yeah. And, you know, one of the reasons we link, Ephesians 6, link, leak, <laughs> uh, Ephesians 6 outlines this for us really well and says, you know, there's an enemy. There's, a, there's someone who's coming against us that literally yeah. his number one goal, try to poke holes in our armor, right? Yeah. Try to poke mm -hmm. holes in our love tank for God. And yeah. that that's what the enemy tries to do. He, he tries to distract us. So love can leak. But the encouraging part about that is that as much as it leaks, when you're connected to Jesus, it also grows, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when I was born uh, 30 years ago mm -hmm. uh, and I was in the hospital, my parents loved me a whole lot. And they probably thought to themselves, how could we love you know little Benjamin <laughs> even more than any more than than this moment right here? Yeah. Uh, but you know what's amazing is I've grown up, Jordan. They love me more. Yeah. Right. They they have expressed their love for me in ways mm. that I never thought was possible. Mm -hmm. uh, about two weeks ago, my my dad called me and. Uh, we got to the end of our phone conversation, and, and he said at the end, he said, Ben, I just want you to know, your mom and I, we can't tell you how much we love you. Mm -hmm. And when he said it, man, there was something inside of me that was like, oh, that is rich. That is so, so good. And they found a way for their love to grow yeah. uh, for me. Can I just say, yeah. <laughs> God's love for you is growing and not decreasing mm. over time. It is growing constantly. So, yeah. so love leaks and it grows. And mm -hmm. you know that explains sometimes why we feel on fire for God, yeah. and and why other times we feel like we're leaking. Yeah. But you know, as I said earlier, I just want to affirm our audience and say whether you feel like you're leaking or you're growing, God's love for you is never leaking. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Romans five five says God's love has been poured out into our hearts through His Holy Spirit, who yeah. has been given to us and mm. that's not a one-time thing his love is constantly being poured out over us even when we leak we can still run to him and find yeah. that love yeah and i i love when you we talk about uh our love leaking and our love growing and hers uh god's always staying the same and it's um it's it, just a reminder that you know it's it's our side that's that fluctuates right and it's not because of something that god's done it's yes. not because god has changed right god's not changing uh his heart for us isn't changing uh but it's just our natural ebbs and flows right uh where our love is leaking and we're where then when we're extra passionate um, but but his side, his side of the relationship, he's always holding that up, and that's why he's constantly, always, uh, always, always, always worthy yes. of our love. Um, yes. So that's so good. So worship, yeah, it starts with just love. We can't worship him unless we love him. Yes. And, and thankfully, only by his spirit are we even able to do that. <laughs> uh, so uh, we talk about loving him, but also worship, there, there's an expression that's involved. We have to be able to express that love. So what does it mean uh, to express our love for God in worship? Yeah, well, in order to illustrate this, let's go back to uh, a wedding uh, analogy here. Mm -hmm. So true, genuine love is always expressed, right? So if I tell my wife I love her, but I never express it, it's probably not going to go so well. Right. Jordan, uh, how do you think it would go if you tell your spouse, babe, or whatever you refer to her <laughs> as, uh, I told you 30 years ago 
I love you. And if it changes, I'll let you know. How would that go? Uh, I don't, I think if I told her this morning and I was like, I told you this morning, I don't think that would have gone well, <laughs> let alone 30 years ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh -huh. we, we always have to express it, right? And there's there's something about expressing it that connects it to our heart, right? Yeah. That, that takes it to a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Now, I do just want to say, you know, I think sometimes when we listen to something like this and about receiving God's love and being able to give it back to him in the form of worship, mm -hmm. you know, some of us maybe didn't grow up in a family family that really did a great job expressing love and if that's you i just want to say i'm so sorry you know yeah. and at the same mm -hmm. time uh you're in a new family now right yeah. you have been adopted into the family of god and you too have access to this never-ending love yeah. and whatever perception or was done to you when you were little or whatever it may be that wasn't maybe modeled for you that was healthy by the holy spirit You've been given a new heart yeah. and you can step into this. I love what Ephesians 1, 5 says, God decided, and this is the NLT version. We don't usually do NLT on no, here, no, this so this is, this is good, all right? Yeah. <laughs> God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. Look at this. This is what he wanted to do, wow. and it gave him great pleasure. <laughs> God wanted you. Yeah. He he wanted to adopt you into his family. Wow. So even if you had a dysfunctional mom or a dysfunctional dad or a dysfunctional sibling or a dysfunctional sam uh, family, dysfunctional mm -hmm. blank. Yeah. You've got a good good father now. Yes. And he wants to meet you in this in those places. Mm -hmm. You can express your love to him because you've received it and you are his own. Yeah. Now, one of the wonderful things about expressing love is that we all do this in different ways because we have different personalities. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this verse before where it talks about God knows every single hair on your head. Mm -hmm. Last time I checked, your hairs are different than my hairs, right? right. We've got mm -hmm. different, we're all created uniquely in his image, so we will express that love uniquely. Yeah. I hope we can pop this in the show notes. There's a hilarious video by a comedian <laughs> named Tim Hawkins, and it talks about different forms of worship. <laughs> I would act it out for you right now, but I just would not do it justice, okay? So we got it. We got to put that in the show. It'll be there. It'll be there. Okay, great, great, great. <laughs> um, you know, there, there's a great book also on this called Sacred Pathways. And it talks about nine different personality types and the way that these different personality types express their love for God. And, mm. and that might be a good resource too, even if you want to pick something up. Yeah. Uh, and, and one of the personality types in there was the naturalist. Uh -huh. And 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 I, you know as I was reading this description I was thinking this is me. You know like <laughs> I love I love nature, you yeah. know. Uh and and then it said this is the person that would like to spend a night by the stream. And I thought, you know, uh I, as much as I would like the night by the stream, I'd probably prefer the night by the Marriott. All right, so <laughs> yeah. I discovered yeah, yeah. that I may not be the naturalist. Okay, but but check that resource out. Uh, check out kind of what personality uh, you are. Mm -hmm. uh, we all have different ways that we express love. Men and women even do it in a different way. True. Uh, I recently found one study. Now, the, uh, just precursor here, this is a study. Right. I'm not saying this is for every person mm -hmm. or every guy or every girl, right? right? So just give me grace here. Okay, so, uh, and what it found is that women primarily express themselves by listening and talking, hmm. right? And that's why after they go to coffee with a friend, they're like, I'm so connected. Yeah. Like, that yeah, was yeah. incredible, you know? Mm -hmm. When my wife comes home and she has coffee, 
she can talk for an hour or two about what they had just talked about for four hours, you know. I, but I get the short version. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just giving her our time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, and, but men, they primarily express themselves through watching and doing. And that's why Jesus, the 12 disciples who were all men, he primarily said to them, watch what I do and then do what I do. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Um, and that's also why when Jesus started talking in stories and parables, the men were like, what do you mean, Jesus? <laughs> and the women who were listening and were like, we know. Yeah, we, we got this. We've got that's this. We, we know what it means. Come to us for a <laughs> translation, okay? So we yeah. express our love in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I did a word study on the phrase giving thanks, Jordan, mm-hmm. and this was fascinating to me. I, I found these... Um, seven different words that describe different forms of worship that were taking place in the Old Testament. So this this is God's chosen people, and these are all different expressions of worship. Check these out. The first one, Todah. Yeah. Todah means a Thanksgiving choir. Huh. Love it. Yeah. Second one, Barak. It means to kneel or bow down in Thanksgiving. <laughs> Third one, Tehillah, to sing a song of Thanksgiving. Mm. Number four, Halal. To give thanks by being clamorously foolish. Nice. Mm. <laughs> Number five, yada, to give thanks with extended hands. Mm. Number six, zamar, to give thanks with a musical instrument. Mm. And finally, number seven, shavak, to give thanks in a loud tone. Wow. What I love about this list is that it sets us free to express our love for God in the way that he's created us, right? Yeah. You've got bowing, clapping, shouting, standing, kneeling, being foolish, extending mm-hmm. your hands. This list, man, it frees us up, Jordan, to not compare ourselves to one another, yeah. right? Man. And honestly, man, for me in college, that was one of the thieves of me being able to really step into the presence of God. Absolutely. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I literally remember sometimes in a worship set, I would instead of like worshiping Jesus. Okay, this is just confession time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would open up my eyes and start looking around the room mm-hmm. at what other people were doing. Yeah, and that takes away the joy of it. That takes mm-hmm. away the life, you know, of really being able to engage in the way that God's meeting me. Yeah. in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, you may be toda one moment, and you may experience yada another. Right. Yeah. You know, it, it, there's so true. Mm-hmm. different times, different seasons in our lives where worshiping God in, in different ways. Yeah. And where this really stuck home for me, uh, I remember one particular worship set uh, where I was, uh, I think it was a worship night. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were worshiping at worship night, which you would do, yeah. if that makes sense. And, <laughs> uh, and, and I opened up my eyes and there was this guy on the front row and he would not stop jumping. And I remember thinking to myself, dude, that is so distracting. Mm. Like, can you please stop doing that? Like, yeah. I'm I'm trying to worship here. <laughs> like, don't you understand? I don't know what you're doing. But yeah, I'm I don't know what you're doing, but I'm trying to worship God. You're distracting me from being able to worship God. And with all of the humility uh, in my heart, I went up to the, this is how far I took this, bro. I, I, I went up to the college pastor afterward and I said, Hey, so-and-so, um, that guy up there, he was just so distracting. Like, he was literally jumping in and, and circles, and he, mm. he, he would not. And so the college pastor just looked back at me in, in a very loving tone. Mm. Uh, he said, Ben, um, you know, that guy actually, two weeks ago, he was at one of our healing services, and God set him free from an alcohol addiction that he had had for seven years, and he can't help but jump. Yeah. <laughs> 
and he Ugh. just he said that and then you know the conviction <laughs> began to rise rise up in me Ouch. But i remember yeah. thinking to myself jordan in that moment i don't ever want to judge anybody else's expression of worship yeah because i don't know the background right mm-hmm. i don't know their story i don't know their heart i don't know what is going on on the inside god knows their heart yeah. god knows what's going on in the inside and it, it's it's a good idea for me to leave that up to him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So worship is expressed in so many different ways. Yeah, and I think we could dwell on that that comparison issue for another you know twenty minutes because it's man, it's so important because uh, it totally steals our joy. It steals yeah. uh, it steals the worship that God's worthy of. You know, not not only does it like make us feel bad about ourselves, but it seriously blocks our ability to express love to god you yeah, know yeah. If all i'm thinking about is how i look as i'm here you know are my arms raised high enough am i have i spent enough time like on my knees yeah. uh what are other people think are other people impressed by my worship yeah. you're not expressing any love yeah. to god you're only expressing your love for yourself um and i think that's why it's so important for you to worship in your own way yeah. uh is because as we as we express our love for god you can feel that it our love for god also grows within us yes. as we as we like proclaim it as we declare it as we say it out loud even as we say it in our heads or you know anything it it just increases our yeah. love levels for god which i think is why you know after a, a worship service or time by yourself worshiping that's why you walk out so full right that's yes. why you walk out with so uh, feeling so encouraged with so much power so much confidence mm-hmm. is cuz as we express that love god also replaces it in us he puts it back in us and reminds us of why we should love him even shows us how you know how much he loves us like it's a two-way even worship is a two-way exchange where as we express it to him he's also blessing us back uh which is what it's so important that's that's where it's not it's not just for him it's also for us uh primarily for him because we want to express our love to him because he's worthy uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't just accept. He also pours out, uh, and so so uh, such a blessing to Amen. us every time. So Ben, uh, that's that's a firm, easy to remember definition of love. Love is or worship is just love expressed. So give us uh, now. Let's talk. Let's talk kind of practically. Um, people who want to want to practice this discipline uh, or who uh, maybe they they know about worship, they're they're already passionate about worship, but maybe yeah. they're feeling dry, they want to find new ways to worship, yeah. uh, ways to reinvigorate their, uh, their times of worship with the Lord. Uh, give us some practical ways that people can walk out in this spiritual discipline. Yeah, that's great. And hey, I just want to say, if you've got a fresh idea or you've got something and you're listening to this, let us know, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, text us, email us. Mm-hmm. We'd love to know that. Put it in the show notes. Uh, totally. Because there are so many different so expressions many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ways that we're learning to worship. Uh, well, just kind of based on that definition that worship is love expressed, the first practical I would encourage people with is think about how do you express love for God? Yeah. <laughs> what does yeah. that look like for you? You know, what are moments in your life where you have felt like you're in that worshipful state? Mm-hmm. What's going on around you? How are you engaging with the Lord? Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that look like individually for you? And maybe take some time to to journal about that, think about that. Uh, the second one, this is really practical, is doing something that I like to call a psalm remix, all yeah. right? Uh, mm-hmm. So the psalms are full of different expressions and David, you know, even the highs and the lows of his life. But psalms is yeah. a great place to go 
if you want to learn how to ride out a worshipful uh, paragraph or mm-hmm. phrases uh, to to God. Yeah. Uh, so one of the ways you can do this is take a psalm, write it down, and then rewrite it in your own words. Yeah. Now, this isn't saying like, oh, this is the Jordan translation of the Bible, okay? right. but it'll connect your heart to it. So mm-hmm. psalm remix, write down a song and, and then write it in your own language. What I also love about those, like when you think of the psalms, it's like a, uh, an example of like how you're quote unquote like creatives can worship God yeah. and the beautiful like the beauty that comes out of yeah. you creatively worshiping God your own way. So especially if you're if whatever your like creative gifting is, if you have anything like that, totally an opportunity for you to use that to uh, to worship God in, in your own way. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, the the third one I would say here is to use your phone. Uh, turn your iPhone into a worship phone. Nice. All right? Good. Uh, you become what you behold. Uh, we say that all the time around here. It's huge. Uh, mm-hmm. So as great as Taylor Swift is, uh, maybe put some worship tunes yeah. uh, yeah. onto your uh, iPhone. And yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe use a simple walk to class to listen to some worship music, to throw in truth, throw in something that's going to help connect your heart uh, to Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you've never taken a full 30-minute block to just worship God by yourself, mm. I just want to encourage our listeners, try it. Yeah, Try it and see how it might actually lead you more into the peace of God. Absolutely. Uh, I can't tell you the number of times, Jordan, where I'm going through something, I'm facing a trial in my life, uh, I'm confused about something and I need clarity. And it's not even that I run and just have this super long prayer time. It's that I just run to the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And the presence of God becomes the answer for the solution that I'm seeking. Yeah. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in his presence, I believe that we hear from him and he, and he speaks to us. Yeah. Uh, you know, one so of the good. things I remember from, uh, I lived in a home uh, down in Waco with some church leaders there uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we were there, they had 24 worship music going on in the house and I mm. loved that I yeah. mean they, there was something about that environment that was different because they were just saying Jesus you're going to be king yeah. you're going to be number one in this wow. place and one of the ways we're going to express that is by having quiet worship music going on while we're sleeping when people <laughs> are over it doesn't matter there will be worship so uh, cool. in our home yeah. uh, you might consider going on what I like to call a worship walk <laughs> um, you know I, I used to do this in college, and I still do it now some, uh, where I'll go out to a park or go somewhere, you know, beautiful, not a ton of those places around <laughs> here, but, you know, go go somewhere beautiful uh-huh. and ask God to open up your eyes and your heart to show you things that you can praise Him for. Yeah. And just go on a walk for an hour. Have a, have a worship walk where mm-hmm. maybe you're not even listening to music. You're just declaring things out loud, mm-hmm. expressing thanksgiving towards God. That's good. Uh, the, the fifth one is that word, thanksgiving. All right? Yeah. Thanksgiving comes from two words, thanks and giving. Wow. Uh, <laughs> are those Greek? Yeah. What are those? <laughs> uh, you can switch those up and it could be give thanks. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you know? Uh, Jordan, you're such a great uh, moderator here. You always <laughs> make me feel good uh, <laughs> about what I say. Okay. Uh, you know, Jesus coined that phrase, give thanks, at the Last Supper when he said he broke the bread and he gave thanks. Wow. And the reason he did that is so that the disciples could learn that daily provision comes from God mm. and God alone. And that we're created to depend on him each and every day. Wow. So I just want to encourage people, start and end your day with 
Thanksgiving. Uh, one of the yeah. little rhythms I've been getting into lately is I take 10 minutes. It's the last thing I do before I go to bed and I reflect on the day and I just say out loud, here's five things that I'm thankful for. Mm. Dude, to be honest, there are there. I feel like those nights I sleep better. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's something about just connecting our heart right before we go to bed with the Lord that I think is peaceful yeah. um, because we're doing what we're made to do, worship mm-hmm. him, right? Um, another maybe little challenge for you that you could do, write down 100 things that you're thankful for. Hmm. Journal 100 things. You don't have to do it in one day. It's okay. <laughs> but take a week and journal 100 things that you're thankful for. See yeah. how it might build up worship inside of you. Uh, number six here, say thank you. Um, say thank you as often as possible. Hmm. There is always something that you and I can find in our lives every day that we didn't deserve, yeah. that we can be thankful for. True. Thank the barista who makes your coffee. Thank the person who held the door for you. Thank the customer service person who helped you troubleshoot whatever blank device, yeah. even though it took longer than you thought <laughs> it would. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how when we just say thank you, it's one little way that we can worship God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. finally, the last one, do a secret act of kindness for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom, how you can do a random act of kindness uh, for somebody without them knowing it, and then give God the glory for it. Yeah. Right? That's another way that we can, in action, uh, show our worship to God. Yeah, and I love I love all those and how they really, they show us that uh, there's so many different forms, like we were talking about. I mean, there might be literally infinite forms uh, that worship can take. Nearly anything can be made into an act of worship. Uh, but still, Ben, I think a, a lot of people, uh, when we talk about worship, will think of, you know, singing songs in a church service yeah. surrounded by other believers, their Sunday morning worship or, or their worship night, you know, things like that. Uh, so is there anything important to say about that form of worship that might uh, help kind of uh, frame those settings, uh, help them understand what's going on in those settings uh, and why we do that so often, why yeah. that's so important. Yeah, that's great. Well, biblically, in the book of Acts, it actually talks about how they met together in their homes mm-hmm. and then they came to the temple courts to worship the Lord. Yeah. So they met in small groups, but then there was also a gathering. There, there was a place mm-hmm. where they were coming together and they were expressing their love for God. Mm. In 1 Corinthians 14, 26, Paul says this about some of those gathering. He says, what then, brothers, when you come together, each one has a hymn, a lesson, a revelation, a tongue, or an interpretation. And then it says this, let all things be done for building up. Let all of these expressions, let all of these things, you might have a hymn, I might have a different hymn. Let all of these things be done for the building up of one another. So Jordan, when you're worshiping on a Sunday morning and you're doing it in your way, it's Mm -hmm. edifying to me. And when I'm doing it in my way, it's edifying to you. Because we need one another. There are different ways that we express our love towards God. And when we are together corporately, all those different little pieces come together so that we get a fuller expression yeah. of praising him. Yes, and I, I can't remember the verse, but in, it also talks about in the Bible how how much uh, it pleases God when his people are united. Right? Dwell together, and, yes. And that's exactly what, uh, what we're doing. So not only is it edifying to us, but God is even more exalted. He's, even, uh, he's made even more proud when he sees all his people together worshiping yes. in one voice. Um, thank you, Ben, for sharing with us uh, and giving us some fresh vision for why and how we worship. I know I needed it. Uh, I'm excited to go put it into action. I, cur- I encourage every listener today uh, to go put it into action in your own life as well. So uh, in your next 
time with God or uh, or whenever. Take some extra time, worship God in a way that feels natural to you. You know, sing a song, praise Him from your knees, give thanks with clamorous foolishness, whatever that looks like for you. Uh, and not only that, but seek ways um, that you can make your whole life an expression yes. of your love for Jesus. Yes. And watch how it grows your own faith. You know, every everything you do can be um, done unto the Lord in an act of worship. Uh, that is all we have for this conf- conversation on the spiritual discipline of worship. But come back next week where we'll be talking about another spiritual exercise that will help you train in righteousness. Until then, this has been the AFW College Podcast. We'll see you next time.